Welcome, welcome back to She Could Talk the Podcast. I am your host, Colleen, aka Gongoli MC. If you want to go on Instagram and check out the latest and the greatest in the music that we're dropping, got something for y'all on the 14th of this month, November 14th, 2023. So check out Gongoli MC on Instagram, or you can go over to Colleen Eat Wings because I do be saucing and tossing, trying a few new seasonings for the holidays so check that out also just to round it up because we do have she can talk the podcast ig we do have doe underscore records but let's keep it simple just go over to www.doerecords.com once again, that's www.doughrecords.com, and you can get everything. You can get the videos, you can get the episodes for the podcast, new music streaming, or if you want to submit your music for consideration to the label, you can do so also at the pod, at the website. <laughs> All right, so you know I've been jumping into these episodes lately, so this one is no different. I'm going to get right into it. So before I do, I just want to go and give my disclaimer you know me, I have no dog in this race, no horse in this race. So I'm just coming from a very observant standpoint, right? So I'm looking at things that's unfolding between this situation the last week or so. And I'm just giving my opinion. And actually, I feel like some of the the commotion died down. So I might be late to the party, which is fine because I don't really want to bandwagon or clout chase or whatever, the, whatever they call it these days. I'm just really given my opinion. <clears throat> Excuse me. So let's get into it. I'm talking about Saucy Santana and DJ Academics and their beef they had recently and the interesting things that I observed. All right. So let's get into it. If you don't know, for all of my listeners out there who are not really into the hip hop world, not really into the maybe the blogging or the podcasting world, you may not be familiar with any of these people. And depending on what type of hip hop you like, because, for example, we got drill, we got trap, we got boom bap, we got old school, we got new school, we got Florida rap. There's so many different types out there. So, depending on what you're listening to, you might not be familiar with either DJ Academics or Saucy Santana either way. So, there you go. But, um, so Saucy Santana is an openly gay artist. Um, he's from, I want to say, the Atlanta area. Saucy, don't shoot me <laughs> if you're not. But I believe he's from the Atlanta area. And um, he's really big. Like, his best friend is Young Miami from City Girls, which plays a port in an important part in this whole story. So his best friend is Young Miami from City Girls. And you know, City Girls consists of JT, Young Miami. You see her, Carisha Please. She has her own show. She, you know, promotes the Deleon brand for Diddy. She's always on Diddy's arm and people are like, are they together? Are they not together? Always trying to speculate about that, right? So DJ Academics is a blogger. It's a podcaster. He's, I've never seen it behind turntables, so I digress. But um, <clears throat> he gives his information or his opinions on different things uh, when it comes to rap. He, you know, basically tracks sales of different albums, um, any demise or excuse me, any downfalls from the artist. He's going to highlight that. Um, but the thing that, that really, to me does not impress me about DJ Academics is his disdain for female rappers. 
right? And this poses the question for me where I always say, you know, like I hate to try and divide the um, realms like men, like men that rap should be over here and women that rap should be over here and separate them. I don't want to say that it should be a separation, but I feel like to some degree it should be a separation, right? Because um, these guys, in my opinion, don't really big up women that rap based on their skills or based on, you know, their talent. They really are judging their looks, their sexual activity, the business, the mess, you know, and not the music. Now, I will say I give academics because, like I said, I don't have a dog in a race. So as this episode goes on, I'm going to give you things that I agree with from both of, both sides, right? So recently, City Girls, which Young Miami JT, once again, Young Miami and Saucy Santana are besties. So they recently dropped an album. They recently did a promotional tour. And just like any other artist, I will say that academics, um, you know, went through the sales predictions for them, see where they landed the first week and discussed it. And he actually kind of, you know, you know, I, I don't want to knock anyone else's um hustle or knock anyone else's talent or whatever because I know there's motherfuckers out there that hate me and don't like the way I rap don't like my voice and have told me and has made campaigns to let me know you know but do I let that stop me no because for every person that don't like my music there's about 10 more that do and I focus on those right so that's you know going down the rabbit hole for me but anyway so I don't want to knock nobody and say like this is whack this is wrong you're right I'm wrong you're wrong I'm right I'm not here for all of that but I will say this everyone has an opinion everyone's entitled to their opinion and DJ Academics is no different so he said he didn't like the album he said that um the City Girls was a prime example of of no talent getting to the top because of connections. They had good writers, good marketing, funding, you know, a lot, like a big machine behind their group. So when they dropped the first time, you know, they had the blessings of Drake. They had, you know, little Yachty writing. They were affiliated with Quality Control. And I'm not sure, they might still be affiliated with all these people because I'm not really on it like that to study them and say like this is what's going on I'm trying to get my shit out there but anyway so he was basically saying like this is the prime example of when uh, artists with no talent has a machine behind them and they go so big and then now we're expecting them to meet or exceed that previous album and it falls flat because maybe they don't have the machine behind them no more. Maybe the writing talent isn't available to them anymore. Maybe just the budget isn't available. So the quality of um, success that they were able to create or the quality of the project that they were able to create the first time didn't happen the second time. I don't know. But um, I didn't listen to the album, to be honest with you. So I don't once again, have a dog in a race to say like, oh, this is messed up. That's right. They wrong. I don't. But what I will say is I support women. You know what I'm saying? Because one thing I will say about the male counterparts in this rap shit, a dude could sound straight ass 
I mean, straight ass. But if his homies are rolling with them, because he's a dude, they're going to give each other that support. They're going to super support him. And no one's going to tell him he's whack. They're going to be like, that's so dope. This is so dope. You know, and that, it just depends on how you feel. Like, do you want your friends to be yes men and tell you everything? Or, or do you want the truth, right? But you do tend to get unconditional support. If you're a male rapper or, yeah, because we're talking about hip-hop. I can't talk about any other genre right now. This is my opinion, so don't come attack me either. But I do feel like the support is there for male counterparts, 100%. And then they'll support women under two conditions. The first one being is, you know, how sexy they are. Like they don't have to rap. They just got to have a fat ass, BBLs, you know, lick their lips, do all that stuff. You say the right, you know, nasty shit per every bar and you're in, right? So they like that. Then the other side of it, they like the hardcore girl that's like damn near a man in her mannerisms and, you know, or just rapping aggressively like a male counterpart, right? So those are, to me, in my opinion, those are the only two accepted female rappers right now. And the latter one, which is the one that's more aggressive, more lyrical, like a man, like their male counterpart, they don't really get a lot of shine. You know, I may fall in the middle of there somewhere because I tend to have a deeper voice. I tend to be more aggressive, but then I also tend to try to soften it up and, um, you know, show my soft girl era because I am a woman. I'm not gay. I have, I'm in a loving relationship and I would like to rap about that, you know? So I say I find a happy medium between the overtly sexual and the aggressively masculine female rapper. I think it should be a happy medium. But with men, those are the only two they recognize. If they're like radio DJs, if they're like anyone that's in the gatekeeping seat, that's what they go for. Because um, I've seen it. <clears throat> they always like, um, it's a thing where you'll see different people. But in particular, I see like every time, you know, someone mentions like a female rapper or whatever, then someone would be like, you know, oh, there's Rhapsody. And then the person that, you know, was talking previously would be like, oh, yeah, 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 she's good, you know. And then I'm like, well, why don't we hear her fucking songs on the radio, right? Why don't we hear more Gongoli songs on the radio? Because those messages don't align with, I guess, programming. I don't know. But um, the City Girls who is not as lyrical as Ganga, as other artists out there. And I'm not saying like, oh, I'm the best or whatever the case is. But they don't approach music from that standpoint of a rapper or MC. They're more like city girls. They're having fun. They're, you know, I take your man, whatever they, you know, because I really don't listen to, the, to their genre. But um, I'm familiar with them as people in social media era but I'm not really familiar with their songs so but what I will say is they definitely stay on men's radar right men like academics will always bash them and say how whack they are but they can't get enough of looking at them if that makes any sense because they have you know the BBLs, the breast jobs, and, you know, they're living that life and they're in the spotlight. Nothing wrong with that. 
I don't have no hate, nothing, no dog in that race, nothing wrong with that. But could it be, and this is just my observation, could it be that men's hormones also control this music industry? Because Ice Spice. Now, I've even did an episode about Ice Spice and colorism. But going back, if you go back a few episodes on this show here, I talked about that. And I said, is it because she's light skin? Is it because she's biracial that she's able to soar? You know, because look at Megan. I think Megan's a beautiful girl. I don't think Megan's music is any different than Ice Spice's music. But Megan don't get that um, that love. Also with Megan. They'd be like, she's not a rapper. She needs to rap. Like, they put that requirement on her. Like, she got to be a lyrical rapper. She got to be rhyming about some real shit. You know, and she don't do it, so we don't fuck with Megan Bigfoot horse self. This is how guys are just going on Megan. And if you look at the phenotype, she's, you know, dark-skinned, tall woman, black woman. And I'm not here to say that Megan has not done her share of things to make people feel this way. But damn, so hard, you know. I've seen Megan in sexy outfits on stage. But I've never seen, like, her cheeks out, like, in a blatant way. The way I've seen, like, Ice Spice. But anything promiscuous or sexual that um, Megan wears is going to be criticized to the to the fucking depths of hell, in my opinion, because you're a dark-skinned woman, but I digress. Um, whereas Ice Spice, she's up there with Taylor Swift. Now, it's definitely good marketing. She definitely had a team that's doing, you know, getting her in the right places, so I'm not holding that against her. But what I'm saying is the dudes, because aesthetically, men prefer certain phenotypes, and Megan is not that phenotype, whereas Ice Spice is, right? So it's going to be easy for her. Carisha, JT, they fall into the Megan phenotype, right? And, um, yeah, they they really rocking with them. Now, I'm going to say like this. I don't think this is, you know, me. this is my opinion. I didn't really hear a City Girls song yet that I was like, yo, this is actually good. But I have heard a High Spice, a Ice Spice song. That I was like, okay, this is I, you know. And I think I even played it on the show, In Her Mood. Damn, she in her mood. I like that song. And I actually like a couple of her joints. So, no, I wouldn't say like, oh, it's just because she's light-skinned and whatever, whatever, right? But um, my opinion, I think that is like a boost into the door. You know, if your phenotype matches up and aligns with what the men in the industry prefer, you're going to... It don't even matter if you rap good or not. You'll get a little bit further, guaranteed. But um, and then on the flip side, you know, the rest of us female MCs, <laughs> we have to damn near sacrifice our family, sacrifice everything just to even be acknowledged, and you still might not get an opportunity that's gonna break ground, right? So um. I'm kind of rambling a little bit, so I will bring it back. And it is a method to this madness. So DJ Academics was going in on the City Girls' new album. What you call it? Saucy Santana caught wind of this. And he said, yo, I'm tired of you, dude. Because you all, like, it's not just the City Girls. Like, right before that, 
like a day or two before Saucy stepped to academics in this beef debacle. So, um, not Saucy, because he acts like he should be Saucy, but um, academics went into a whole rant on how he wants to fight Glorilla. Glorilla's a female rapper, a petite little girl at that. How he wants to fight Glorilla, how, you know, fuck Glorilla, she a bitch, going in, right? Then the next day he goes in on City Girls. So then now um, Saucy is like, yo, what the heck is wrong with you? You going so hard on these women, but you don't never do that to the men. So he's a man and he's like, even though I'm gay, I'm still a fucking man and I've never fought women. I fight men. So why don't you come to me with that bullshit? Why don't you come and talk about my shit? Why don't you critique critique my album and then come fight me because since you want to be fighting bitches and ready to run down on bitches run down on me I'm a man and I want to say this Saucy Santana if by any chance you come across this episode salute to you I give you kudos I'm going to actually give you a hand clap right now standing ovation standing ovation and the reason why I say that is because we don't see that no more. Men will justify and say, yeah, well, you deserved it because you did this. And you're like, what? And then the same time, these same men will support men that bash women, you know. And to me, I feel like DJ Academics is a woman basher. I've seen him um, get beat up in Miami by, I guess, his girlfriend. And he's like, I'm the prize. I'm the prize. Crying to the girl saying, ah, he's the prize. And I'm saying to myself, like, dude, first of all, these basic dusty girls is what you're crying over and getting beat up. Oh, oh, wow. But then you can go on your show and talk about someone like Megan who's pretty classy looking when you see her dressed up and going out. I'm not saying that she don't do her ratchet shit or whatever, but when she gets dressed up, she looks beautiful. You know, you talk about the city girls, despite their music, despite whatever they got going on in their personal life, when you see them dressed up and they're going out to these award shows and carrying themselves, they're beautiful, you know, but you don't hear that. You just hear like dick sucking. You up this. You ass this. You a whore. You're a bitch. You're pussy, pussy, pussy. And excuse my language for anyone that's listening because that's not my language, of course. I'm just kind of like paraphrasing the type of stuff that you hear in that show. Like you cannot watch him in a public forum or like somewhere where someone else can overhear you listening to that because they will be like what type of hate rhetoric are you supporting over there but anyway so back to the the thing at hand saucy santana reached out to act and said yo fuck that come see me you talking about all the bitches you talking about you want to fight glorilla come fight me so um academics who claims to be jamaican like myself started going into his Jamaican rap. I'm not American. I'm Jamaican. I don't believe in this body man business. Blim, blim, blim. But I'm going to tell you like this, right? Your whole makeup is American rap music. I've never seen you highlight 
a Jamaican artist, a Jamaican rap artist, a reggae artist. I never even seen a fucking Jamaican flag in your shit. And I'm not saying that you have to represent like that because I'm Jamaican. And unless I tell you or unless, you know, it just come out in my accent, you might not know. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. I am Jamaican. So I do have like the flag on my car and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not Jamaican. But anyway, so I don't see none of that. Like, make me feel say like you are Jamaican, you know? And he's like, Batman business. And I'm like, nigga, you the Batman. But anyway, um, he was going off, you know, about Saucy. And he tried to, I feel like he f- thought by him talking Jamaican and I'm Jamaican and I don't deal with the body man that that was going to be enough to make the people fear him and but oh he's Jamaican academics is Jamaican saucy you don't want to mess with him he's Jamaican he's gonna beat you up and I'm saying to myself like that damn man never said y'all idea in life talk about Never look like he looked like he eat McDonald's all day. That nigga never had a fucking curry chicken, stew chicken, rice and peas, yumkin and soup. No, I mean, I believe it. But that's besides the point here nor there. The point is, oh, you ain't never have a Jamaican artist on your show, but now you're Jamaican and you're against the Americans. But your whole show is about American rappers. Anyway. So when he realized that people weren't falling for that, like, nigga, so fucking what, you Jamaican? You going to take this ass whipping from this gay man or what? Right? People was like, nah, bro, let's see it now. Let's see it. And you talk a lot of shit. Now someone really wants to fight you. Like, it's, it's, it should be a fair fight. It's two men. You going after women and telling women you want to fight them. And when I see you, all this other stuff. Now that this is a man, this is an equal match. He says... He ain't trying to fight no gay man. He ain't trying to fight no, you know, and I'm not going to, the F word. The F word is just as bad as the N word. There you go. So faggot, nigga, I'm going to say both of them to let you know that I'm not afraid to say one over the other, but I do know they're both derogatory, so I don't promote those type of languages. But, um, yeah, so I'm like this. That's a man. He's strong. Just like, you know, you're supposed to be. So why shouldn't, why can't y'all fight, right? But instead he breaks down and starts crying on the air like, oh man, the things that I want to say. Oh, because you scared to get canceled because you know that you would go straight for the derogatory stuff like, you know, I'm not going to say it, you know, but you would go towards anything derogatory about his sexuality. So, um... And dude said, man, ain't nobody, you know, stunting you or checking you. I'm going to run up on you. This is Saucy Santana still holding his, you know, 10 toes down towards um, academics. And he's like, I'm going to look for you. I'm looking for you. When I see you, I'm running up on you. Pull up on me. I'm going to be here. I'm going to be there. No one's running from the fade. So come get it. He breaks down crying like, oh, my God, he wants to fight me. So everyone's laughing. Everyone. Everyone's laughing. Like, And I'm not. All right, let me go back a little bit. I don't think it's funny. And I don't condone laughing at someone's downfall. But also, and I've been on both ends of this coin, you know, people want to see you taken down a notch, especially if you, like, talk a lot of shit. 
you know, you're always negative towards certain types of people, then those certain types of people are going to want to see your downfall, right? So now he's crying because he's upset because Saucy Santana said he came back around because it was a lot of back and forth, a lot of back and forth. And he was like, yo, fuck all that other shit. When I see you, not only am I going to beat the shit out of you, but I'm going to fuck you too. <laughs> so to me, I feel like it was just shit talking, you know, with no real basis behind it. But that sent academics into a tailspin because a gay man said he's going to beat him up and then have sex with him. So everyone, everyone, everywhere is going off about it. Like, we don't want to see this man get his cheeks clapped. Let's have a peace treaty. Let's talk. But they're joking. They weren't really serious about a peace treaty for him because they know that he puts his foot in his mouth a lot and he causes a lot of the commotion. Now, when he gets in it with the rapper guys, it's like, oh, I'm going to call the police on you. I don't I don't care. Come to my house. You know, I guess he was worried about this situation morphing into like a hate crime because it's like a gay guy beefing with him. But to me, you I feel like this, like you should have went ahead and tried to catch the fade with him. And if you fucked him up, you fucked him up. It's not a hate crime because dude stepped to you first. Saucy said, I'm tired of you talking about these bitches. I'm a man. Come fight me. He's a man at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? Because I wouldn't want to see a big dude like Saucy Santana fighting any woman out there. Because he looks like he could drag a bitch down the street. You know what I'm saying? Because he's a man. But guess what? Academics is a man too. So that's a fair fight. I don't give a fuck what the sexuality is. And that's what people are getting all confused. Like, oh, he's gay. He can't fight him. But he could fight Glorella. He can pick a fight with a woman. He was literally on camera fighting women in Miami. Make it make sense, you know? And that's um, low-key. This is a complete sidebar, but um, I'm all about concealed weapons and carrying your shit, you know what I'm saying, and standing your ground. And especially for my ladies out there, think about it. I know a lot of people say women tend to have that um, short fuse or that short temper and we like buck off shots if needed. I think once you become a, a, a gun owner, you get that extra layer of responsibility and that extra layer of awareness to you on all fronts. But I feel like especially a woman in America, especially a black woman in America, get that concealed license to carry. Don't play around with these people because men definitely don't have respect and if you're black they really feel like they could say whatever to you and disrespect you and who's gonna check them because that's literally what's happening if you look at the internet all day right and you see black men after black man disrespecting black woman after black woman as another race outside looking in, you're like, well, shit, I could go over there and rape them and beat them and do whatever because who's protecting them? No one. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to come into, and this is any type of predator, any not black predator, white predator, like any type of predator. They're not going to be prone to go into an area where it's obvious protection. Like the people are obviously protecting their women, their families. Those areas won't be touched. 
It'll be areas that are left vulnerable, just like war, just like any fucking thing else. Vulnerable areas will get attacked. And right now, black women, we're vulnerable. It's a vulnerable area because we really don't have a lot of um, support. We really don't have a lot of um, people taking up for us, right? And then on top of it, the image that's put out there for black women, I follow so many beautiful black women that are tasteful, that are intelligent, that make money, you know, in this social media world and have a great impact on their fans, their followings and corporate America even without sex, without, you've never seen a booty cheek from these women. You've never seen a cleavage from some of these women, right? But they still exude sexy, they still exude beautiful and, um, and they get, they, they get the bag, they get to their bag. So I feel like, um, you know, it's out there. We just don't get to support it, but or, excuse me, not saying we don't get to support it. Cause I know I support it. It's not pushed to the top. We already know how that is data, algorithms, etc. But, um, I don't subscribe First of all, I think I'm too old to listen to Sexy Red. I listen to all music because I am a musician. I am an artist. So I don't want to be out of the loop. However, once I hear it, if I like it, I'll roll with it. If I don't, I'm like, that's not for me. I'm not going to hate on the artists. I'm not going to bash them. Because like I said, I got my my own personal set of haters out there. So I wouldn't bash or anything. However, I just won't listen to it. That's not what I like, right? And we're entitled to that. But I feel like it doesn't matter if you like it or not. It will be pushed to the forefront of your algorithms because that's the image they want to burn into your brain about black women. You know, barefoot, pregnant, fake hair, weave, on stage, um, you know, drugs, um, drugs, drug dealers, ankle bracelet, baby daddies, like all that stuff. And they just want to just like glorify that and like drive it home that that's what the only thing black women deserve. For example, you see right now where um, a lot of women are upset and saying like, why are images like Sexy Red and, um, you know, Ice Spice being pushed to the forefront? And I mean, we're not talking about their music, their image, but then other women that are talented and not doing that, you can't even find them on the algorithms, you know? So um, it's definitely something being done, definitely something being done out there. And um, you have agents of chaos like academics that support that and kind of driving home with their platform of like, yo, these chicks, bitches, hoes, etc. Now the... Here's where I have a little dilemma. I didn't disagree with his original statements about the sales for the City Girls album. I didn't disagree with that. It's just that um, over the years, he's, I don't know, I don't want to say, he's, he's, his platform has grown, but his arrogance and the negativity has grown as well. So I don't really too much care for him. And it's like, damn, these dudes out here, like no one, I'm not saying we need like the, the patrol people or like check people or whatever, but there's no check-in of people anymore, but people will be quick to run up 
on someone else's Facebook or social media and try to check them. Like, bitch, you ain't never hit a like button. I didn't even know we was fucking friends. But now you're going to come up here and tell me what I shouldn't do? Like, what the hell? But anyway, so we don't have the proper, I should say, ability of checking people. Because there was no guy out there that be like, yo, act like, why the fuck you go so hard? You kind of come off like a bitch because you go so hard to on the women. You got to chill out. And it was not one man that be like, yo, fuck that. Beat that nigga up. He's coming for you. He's checking for you. He's a man. Beat that dude up. Fight him. Instead, men are like, no, don't fight him, academics. It's a race. It's going to be a hate crime. No, it's not. A hate crime is you fighting someone and you're being violent towards someone because you don't like the way they look. You don't like their sexual preference. Something about them you don't like. Right now, in this instance, the dude stepped to you offers offers something that offer your rhetoric. You're saying like, I don't like these women. Women are terrible rappers, whatever it is. And he stood up for women, in particular, his best friend, but women overall. And he was like, Yo, you check and you chase down all these women, ready to fight them, but you don't want to fight me, even though I'm a man, although I'm gay. Right? That's how Saucy was kicking it. So this is the thing. So that all went down. A lot of guys started jumping in there. A lot of bloggers started like, yo, this is funny. But no man. <laughs> and I thought this part was funny. No one. I'm not even going to say no man. No one had their money on academics winning. Right? So they was like, oh, Lord. Saucy gonna beat the shit out this dude and clap them cheeks. Lord, we can't, we can't, we, we can't get, we can't allow this assault to take place, right? So men rush into academics's, um, you know, side for support. They're like, hey, you know, don't do that. You have to understand this is, I feel bad for him because this is a gay man coming at him. But what about when a man comes at a woman? That's okay, though, right? The whole conversation, the whole beef started because he was going in. He went in on the sales, but then he also went in on the individuals. And that's where it was like, okay, you're going so hard on Glorilla, inviting her to a fight. You're going so hard on on the city girls, you know, just just ripping them apart. Now this dude is, like, stepping up and, like, yo, look, to come at me. And it's like, oh, don't do it. Don't, oh, we feel so bad for him. And I don't like that. I don't got no empathy for him. Because men don't have empathy for the women when it comes to us out here, you know, of a certain phenotype. Like, when it comes to this music shit, you know, it's like, you if you ain't giving up draws, if you ain't um, sexy in, by their standards... It ain't happening. Or if you damn near not a lesbian, <laughs> it ain't happening. You know, you got to be like hardcore, you know, no femininity to you. And then they'd be like, oh, she's cool. So there's no happy medium, you know. So I'm like, I don't know. Maybe in this regard, like maybe the women should report on women music and maybe men should report on men music. Maybe it should be a division, you know, like. Maybe men and women should be in completely different categories, you know, like male rappers, female rappers, and, um, you know, separate it, 
sense of that way. Because if you separate it and look at it, there's a lot of beasts out there. Women is a lot. You know what I'm saying? Off the rip, I could think of Juicy Fruit, Tierra Whack, um, Flyanna, off the rip. And all three of them, polar opposites of each other. You know, and that's just off of my head. I can't shout out Gongli. We drop in November 14th. Now, I'm going to do an episode about that, so I won't go into that. I'm not going to cross up these episodes like that. But just remember, November 14th, we dropping something. And, um, yeah. But other than that, like, so to me, let's get back on track here. Because I think, it's a, like I said, this is just my opinions. But it is a lot of emotions of mine maybe wrapped up in here. And I'm trying to separate that, you know, because it's really, I'm not like, emotionally involved but as you talk you can kind of tend to put yourself in the mix and I'm really not trying to do that so back to the topic at hand so Saucy told a dude he's gonna fuck him when he beat him up dude got you know broke down basically pleading for help from anyone that would help him with this situation because he doesn't want to be canceled by going after a gay man so, um, a couple of people stepped in on his behalf, like Troy Av, Wack 100, and Wack 100 said, yo, I, I know some gay men, I can get a gay man to shoot the fade with him, so that way you don't have to fight a gay man, and, you know, you can, he can get the fade, or whatever. So, he called up a dude, he was like, yeah, I'm bisexual, I'll get it over with, I'll fight dude, whatever. Which, to me, I feel like... That's not fair either because that other dude that you called on the phone was minding his business and that can go to either of two ways. They can get them involved now and that person can be severely hurt for something that had nothing to do with them, right? Or they can get that person involved now and because that person has nothing to lose, he can hurt Saucy Santana severely or someone else who's not even involved in this severely right because i've seen that i call them the nothing to lose people you always know somebody that has nothing to lose right and you could tell that they have nothing to lose by the way they move you know they might have a short temper they might just wild the fuck out you might be in the club they might jump over the bar and grab the liquor i've seen this they might jump in a police car steal it I've seen this and they just thinking it's for fun because they have nothing to lose. But guess what about those people? Because they have nothing to lose, they will do anything. Those are people that nine times out of 10, if you're watching investigative discoveries, they got paid like $500 to kill someone. Nine times out of 10, if you look at the news, they went to the fucking drive through at McDonald's and shot the shit up. Like these are people that have nothing to lose. Right. And it can get dangerous when you incorporate them into a situation that had nothing to do with them. So I thought that was really a gray area. Like, wow. So you can't handle the beef with Saucy, the pressure from Saucy Santana academics. So you reach out for help to basically get a hitman, like get someone to fight him. If that goes wrong, and God forbid, like, say, let's suppose dude came out and was like, yo, I got nothing to lose. I'm shooting niggas. Kill them. God forbid. They can hold that against you and say, like, you basically paid for the hit. That's worse than a hate crime. You know what I'm saying? And to me, the original fade, the original fight, 
would not be a hate crime because you have all the proof in the world, documented proof that this dude been gunning for you. This dude been like, yo, when I see you, he said he went to the Roots picnic looking for him. I said, not the Roots picnic. Saucy is serious. He said he was at the Roots picnic in Philly looking for academics. And he was like, academics, you're never anywhere. You're never anywhere, you know. Sorry about that. I had to mute my phone or put it on vibrate. I'm getting all these messages. But anyway, so, um, yeah, it's like you're going, um, it's like you have documents and proof that this dude been gunning for you for months, right? So if you actually uh, meet up with him and catch a fade and, you know, you beat him up, just fist to fist, no weapons, I think it would not be considered a hate crime, you know, but I think that's not what he's worried about. I think, I believe academics knows that he would be beat up by Saucy Santana and that would be really embarrassing to say like, yo, I talked all this shit. I'd be talking all this shit to all these girls about come fight me, but I got beat up by a gay guy. And I think that's what it is ultimately at the end of the day. And, um, so they felt sorry for him and they like trying to, you know, negotiate this peace treaty between them saucy was like man i when you cried i felt a little empathetic and i was gonna like chill the fuck out but since now you're talking about you getting gay niggas to fight me and you having a whole you know panel podcast about me yeah it's still on dude so saucy as far as the time of me recording this episode saucy hasn't let up on his ass yet <laughs> so this is gonna be interesting to see on the flip side though Someone that jumped into the midst of this, which I was like, wow. You know, some people are like, why are you in the midst of this? Because it's it's a cool thing now to hate on women, especially the black women artists. It's cool to hate on them. Ice Spice, not so much, but everyone else so much, you know. So it's a cool thing to do. So um, Latifah, Queen Latifah, female rapper, legend, Latifah stepped into the chat and was like, it's funny how academics can be so disrespectful to women, talk all this stuff about women and go unchecked, but he's crying and begging for help and getting sympathy because a gay man wants to beat him up. This is the funniest thing. And then she said, once again, it proves what Malcolm X said, the most disrespected unprotected person on the planet earth is a black woman i was like who say it latifah say it a fucking again now when latifah's talking like that she's you know gonna get the backlash i've seen a couple of people like oh please latifah what are you doing it is what do you have to do with this she's a black woman she's a female rapper and you don't think just like the rest of us female rappers out here we're a little disheartening to see how our genre is being promoted right now, you know, never, I never had my cheeks out on stage in all 20 plus years of me performing. Never, you know, I know so many female rappers and female artists that never had their cheeks out on stage, but gave the people a euphoric high, myself included. People leave like, yo, I've had people, run across traffic 
to try and catch me, like, after I performed, I, like, left the venue, and we, like, walking back to our car, or maybe we're walking to an after party, whatever. And people are chasing me down, and they have, like, a euphoric look on their face, like, yo, you don't even know what you did. Like, do you know how talent, like, how dope you are? I've had, and I'm not bullshitting, you can ask Colossal. I've had this multiple times. That's what music is about. It's creating that feeling that's going to make people feel, you know, fall in love with the song. You know, f- make it make it feel good or feel sad. Like whatever emotion you're reaching for, right? So um, that's a, another story for another day. But I feel like we need a little bit more of that in there. But back to this. This has been a struggle episode for me because I got my, my emotions all over the place. Not really emotions, but semi-emotions mixed with opinions all over the place. But Queen Latifah stepped in the chat and said what she said, like, yo, this is crazy. And guess what? He was like, fuck you whores. Like he doesn't have a problem even Going at Queen Latifah. Now, he didn't say her name directly, but come on now. He basically was like, oh, y'all niggas want to come in and chat and this ain't got shit to do with you. You're all whack rappers and whatever. That's just paraphrasing. That's not verbatim, but he threw some slurs. And people was like, that's Latifah, man. Like, you might want to chill. Like, don't do that. But um, but he did. He don't care. Because it's a woman. You see what I'm saying? Now, if that was Tretch... And I'm just the reason why this stretch came to mind because Naughty by Nature, Queen Latifah, Jersey, I don't know. But, um, you know, I don't think that he, like, if he would have came in the chat and said something about a man, like, yo, as a, you know, old old school rappers, we don't get the respect. Because, you know, that's always also a thing, too. Like, they don't like older male rappers. They always say that the old heads and the old people don't know shit, etc. But, um... It would be like a couple of words thrown, like, man, fuck that. Nobody here with this old nigga saying, and keep it moving. And shout out to Trash. I'm not saying you're old or you're not like that. I'm just using this for example because Latifah. I love you, Latifah, and I'm old by these nigga standards too, so there you go. But, um, so... They would, they would, he would find a way to insult him and then keep it moving. He wouldn't dwell on it and live on like like live in it the way he lives in his hate for Megan or his hate for Glorilla or his hate for JT, um, anyone dark skin. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's obvious. You know the hate. And you'd be like, well, God damn. You know. Um. So she stepped in the chat and you know she said what she said. I I believe though honestly. After Latifah stepped in and said that, you know, some people had a couple of comments like, who the fuck is she to say this? But guess what? It ultimately, at large, it kind of died down. Like, you didn't really hear too much more after that because it's like, it's kind of true. It is kind of true. Like, yo, we could say whatever about black women. We can do whatever to black women because they're not protected when you have their own men disrespecting them killing them beating them raping them burning them in garbage dumpsters dumping them in ice cream freezers and bodegas like the list goes on you know so if you could see if you could pull up on tiktok instagram and be fed this forever 
I too, if I wasn't a black woman or a black person, I would wake up and be like, fuck black people. These niggas don't respect each other, though. I'm definitely not respecting their asses as a whole, not man, not woman as a whole. And then when you get down into it, we know that of any species, women are the weakest species to men. So if you don't have a, you know, a man that's going to defend you or men that defend a village of the women, then the women are left vulnerable to be victims by other villages of men, by other, you know, groups of people, you know, and it happens. It happens every fucking day, every fucking day. And you don't, you know, it's like, oh, you're just angry black woman for saying it. So then you don't say nothing. But also, have you, have you guys ever heard of silent quitting? So silent quitting, they use it a lot in corporate America where they say like, you're not saying loudly, like I'm going to quit this job. I'm fucking leaving this job. But the things you do, certain nuances would, you know, like if you put them all together collectively, holistically, you would say, yeah, this person just ultimately slowly but surely faded out of the job. And I hope I'm making sense. Silent quitting. It means like you're not going to tell anyone. You're just slowly removing yourself from the situation until you can just exit stage left and no one's the wiser and no one don't even know you're gone. So I feel like a lot of black women are silently quitting right now. Like I remember years ago. And I'm so, when I say silently quitting, I'm not just talking about like corporate America. I'm definitely talking about the the race, the black race for humanity, <laughs> if for lack of a better word. They're silently quitting, meaning that, you know, so for example, like the way you would use that term at work is like, hey, you know, I used to give ideals and suggestions. I used to say, hey, this is a better way to improve the process. Hey, I think if we was to put money over here and allocate funds over here, we can see better results. You know, we would be more vocal. But then after several suggestions, after several proposals being declined or whatever the case is, you're just like, you know, what? I'm going to sit at this fucking desk and push this pen and this paper quietly and fly under the radar, you know, until something better comes on. Right. So that's what silent quitting at work is. Now let's put that into society, like black society you know you see and you know I had this whole episode about Cynthia G so I'm not going down that road again but you see with people like Cynthia G and she had a strong following at $40,000 a month that's a strong fucking following of women like-minded women myself included at certain points in time that agreed were her rhetoric and her thoughts because of not because hey this woman is smart and she sounds like she knows what she's talking about so I'm going to follow her blind but when things happen to you and you can relate to it and you can put that in perspective of like yo I've been through that then it becomes real to you right so a lot of those things you know being put in front of us as black women you say you know I I low-key don't even want to deal with it anymore so I'm silently quitting some said you know I'm gonna not date black men 
and date outside my race, which is okay. I'm not saying like denounce the race, do that. It's okay. Some people might say, you know what? I don't want men at all. I'm going to be gay, which is okay. You know what I'm saying? Like it's your preference, but I'm noticing that, um, women are becoming less vocal about, you know, being accepted in society and more active in, um, living, doing them and not really worrying about what people think, which is a good thing. I think that's great. You know? So the result of that is you, we do have artists like the city girls who's like, we don't give a fuck about a nigga. We getting out dough. You get a sexy red who's like, I like these dirty niggas because these dirty niggas like me. You know, we're getting to see more of that because guess what? There's two things happening. The rest of us don't care anymore. So we silently quitting. We're like, that's fine. That's what y'all want. So why am I going to continue trying to fight that shit for you to just continue to bash me and to continue to, you know, throw the dirt on me so my algorithms don't get acknowledged? silently quitting y'all can have that y'all like that y'all can have it now there's no one giving them pushback i think that was another thing also like when we had little kims when we had foxies and they were like the shock value was high to our generation maybe we had people giving pushback like this is not right this is not sexy this is not ladylike even though like them women were ladies compared to these chicks now so i don't ever talk about little kim foxy or any of them compared to these chicks however we no one listened then when you know we were saying like hey this is not the only image we want to see of women no one listened when when it came out a little bit later on like with nikki and you know the plastic surge were like yo this is cool but there are other women out there can we highlight them too no one listened. Nikki, 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 plastic surgery, BBLs. They pushed that rhetoric. To now, everybody and their mother got a BBL. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you see someone that doesn't have a BBL, you're like, oh, my God, you're beautiful. I had, I don't know, like a, just a regular summer dress and some flip-flops, and I'm in the grocery store. And so many people came up to me and was like, you are beautiful. You are so gorgeous. Oh, my God, you're wearing that dress so well. And I'm like, what the fuck? I just threw this on to come to the grocery store. I, I didn't look trash or nothing or dirty, but I was like, why is so many compliments? I appreciate the compliments. And the class was like, cause you're proportionately shaped. You're, you're not walking around here with like, you can see the ass from the front type thing, fake titties coming. Like you're a natural, beautiful woman. And I was like, oh, okay. But it's almost like that's a rarity nowadays. Like, for people to see that or whatever. So, but it it's not our fault. It's society's fault. You approved it, you know? And then you got, um, you know, like the acts of the world where they bashing women that if you're not, they, they want to promote sucking dick. They want to promote dirty STDs or whatever. And then put that on women, black women. But, um, and this is not for me to, you know, I, like I said, I have no horse in that race, but I do remember a couple of months ago, one of his girlfriends or ex-girlfriends, and she was a Spanish girl, like not black or whatever by their phenotype standards. Um, she put up like his STD medicine, had his name on it, 
and everything and basically showed you what it was for like this is for syphilis or whatever it was god forbid allegedly i don't want to be you know accusing anybody but they had the prescription up like wow no wonder you talk about STDs and stuff so much because the people you deal with, like that's the realm and the circle you're in. And you know how they say perception is reality. So if your perception or the your circle is full of STDs and dirty bum chicks and men, then at large and in your mind because you feel like, oh, they're light-skinned, they're Spanish, they're beautiful, but they're giving you STDs. I could see why you think the rest of the world, like if these, if my prized possession is giving me STDs, I know the black girls are dirty. I guess I'm, I'm trying to make some logic and reasoning there. I don't know. But, um, yeah, you know, so is a lot of, you know, people's immediate life experiences create the, the larger picture for all of us and our perception of the world at large. So I know, that plays a big part for him. But I just think that it was all a fucking a waste. You should have you should have manned up and gotten the ring with Saucy. You should have told him where you was going to be at. Like, yo, I'm going to be over here at this place or where you going to be at, you know, and caught the fade. The reason why I say that is, you know, I think that it would have made you look like I'm not scared of anyone. So yeah, and I'm for me as a just no one. I have no dog in this race and I don't like act over saucy or saucy over act. I have no dog in the race. But for me, just like when Saucy stepped stepped up to defend the city girls and Glorilla and he was like, "Yo, you talking about all these bitches? Fight me. I'm a man." I gave him respect for that. You know, on the flip side, if you academics would have been like Man, fuck this dude. Let me go ahead and, you know, we're going to catch this fair. We're going to shoot this fair one. You know what I'm saying? And show them that you don't care. Like, I don't care. I'm a, anyone could get it. Bitch or new dude. Gay or straight. You know what I'm saying? I think that would have garnered respect. I would have been like, well, look, shit. I can't say nothing about him talking about any female rapper, any woman. Because he caught the fade with the gay dude, knocked him out. And so, yeah, he has that right. Like, he has nothing to lose. He has that. And he has his right to talk about whatever. But to see that you went, you crashed out, as you say, you crying. You're like, butty man, butty man. The most American accent in the world. And y'all talk about butty man, butty man probably never eat a stew chicken or a curry chicken or oxtail if it'll come from restaurant you don't get chicken soup on saturday and you, you don't go back a yard since you're born but y'all talk about but anyway you know all of that um would have been a little bit more valid and a little bit like yo dude he's standing on it if he would have just fought him or be like, yo, nigga, what's up? Like, not even say necessarily fight. But, okay, since you coming for me and you don't like the way I, you know, run my show, let me invite you on here and we could talk about it 
tell me why you mad. You know what I'm saying? Like he could have capitalized on that a little bit more, but the crying, going for help. And he's sitting there with your leg up like a, like a chick, like, Oh God, you got to get a gay guy to fight for me. That was whack. That was whack. I didn't respect that. So, um, it's still yet to remain the outcome of this. It might just fade away because, you know, that's how it is. They had, like, you know, so many things in the news recently going just crazy. But um, I just wanted to touch on this because I thought it was very noble and very, yeah, very noble and respectful of Saucy Santana to stand up for the women. The women that he believe in and that he love, right? Because you don't see that. And, um... I thought it was ironic that this dude crashed out and did not want to fight the dude because he was gay. But like literally two days before and two days after, he's gunning for Glorella. That's what I'm saying, ladies. Carry y'all concealed fucking weapons because niggas is bitches out here and they'll want to fight. And I'm not fighting no man, straight up. I'm. Let me tell you, I'm not even fighting no bitches these days, straight up. So just know come over here but that's another story but um i think we need that you know what i'm saying like women be aware because you know there's not a lot of saucies out there saucy santanas that will fight for us we need more of them and we need some big dudes like saucy zell swag that's not scared to fight you know what I'm saying? And that might be the reality check that some of these weirdo guys need. Like a big diesel gay nigga fucking them up on behalf of women. That might make them start to think twice. Like, well, let me not. A big gay nigga might come out the cut and beat the shit out of me. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. I mean, I think he should have walked that walk. But since he talked the talk, he should have walked the walk. You know? Oh, two songs came to my head, and one of them is a Saucy Santana song, so you already know I'm going to put up there, walk, because it's true. Academics should have walked the walk and talked the talk when it comes to Saucy, just like he was ready to chase down and give the drop the location for Glorella to come get at you, and you know, you can go hard on Sexy Red and all of them. You should have took that invitation that Saucy sent out. And let him know, because to me, I honestly felt like if you would have just showed up, right, and had a little, you know, words, not saying you have to necessarily get physical, but the fact that you showed up and you had a couple of words, like, don't ain't nobody scared of you, I think that would have garnered more respect for men and women. And don't get it twisted. A lot of those guys that's on that, that was on that podcast episode with you, they look at you like you were a joke. That's my opinion. They was there like, yo, we getting this free promo off this nigga dime. Fuck him and this faggot ass nigga. And I'm telling you, if they, if Saucy was to run up on you and beat you, they would laugh and they would film it. The same guys. And even the ones that's facilitating the other guy to fight on your behalf, you know, they would, they want to see you take an L and they would laugh and be entertained by it. So Choose wisely who you hang with and who you um, pour into, right? But, um, yeah, once again, tell me what you think. You know, this episode was kind of a little bit all over the place because it was a, it was layers to it. The first layer is the academic Saucy Santana beef. The second layer is why do people like academics go so hard on female rappers? And then the layers underneath it. Then we got to the silent quitting. Now, tell me, women, 
and I'm spo- I'm speaking to more so black women on this one. Are we silently quitting, you know, society? You know, you know, like Biden and all of them rely on the black women votes. Are y'all voting for them? You know, like everyone relies on us to, you know, put on our moo-moos and be the nannies and the mammies for these dudes and these families that don't respect us and don't value us as the matriarch. Are we silently quitting? I can I can I would like to say yes, we are. We are silently quitting. Like, nah, like, I don't know. I'm not the mammy. I'm not the moo-moo wearer. I'm not Hattie Mae. And then on top of it, I'm just not dealing with the bullshit of you saying that black women have diseases, black women are sluts, and black women are hypersexual. Women are just removing themselves. And guess what's happening? You're being left with whatever you highlight. So now you see a lot of guys like, why we got all these sexy reds? And why we got all of these, you know, whatever, ice spices and not enough of everyone else? Y'all did that. Y'all gatekeeped us right out the fucking door. Y'all did that. And y'all go based on looks, not talent. I don't care what anyone say. And it's like, you know, they say who you know gets you in, what you know keep you in. That's still true. You know what I'm saying? So even if there is one or two that don't fit that rhetoric of the city girls or Ice Spice or Sexy Reds in them, even if they don't fit that criteria, you know what I'm saying? Then the one or two that get through is still going to be some gatekeeping involved, some, I don't know, nepotism, some... Some form of hookup, you know what I'm saying? So right now I feel like overall, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, I think that all of that ruined music. Like right now a lot of people are like, oh, music is sucks, sucks, sucks. And so many people want to complain about music. And then so many people still divide the music. Like I'm, I'm guilty because I said it earlier, like maybe we should just separate the men and the women from the genre. You know, like the boy bands, the girl bands type of thing. You know what I'm saying? And don't put them in the same categories. Maybe we can kind of gain footing again that way. But, um, yeah, it, you know, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in, a lot to think about. But ultimately, this is my final conclusion about the whole Saucy Santana um, academics beef. Dude, you should have manned up and um, fought the dude because at the end of the day, it wasn't a hate crime. And it's not a hate crime. Dude is telling you, yo, you got so many things to come at me besides being gay, but you don't want to do that because you weak or whatever the case is. That's his. That was him, not me. Now, um, yeah. And then the, the second question or the second layer to this is, women, are we silently quitting? Are you like, you know what, let these guys do whatever. That's what they like, let them have it. Because I've, I I feel like it's happening. That's why we're getting a lot of vocal men. I don't like this. Why is it with all the good women? Because we're silently quitting on their ass, is that it? <laughs> 
So I don't know. You tell me. But I thought it was interesting. Um, I thought it was comical. You know, you know, shit throughout the week, every week is always something new and news that make you laugh, shock you, or be like, oh my goodness. And this past week here, it was this information for me that I thought was very interesting and entertaining at the same time. But um, it also lends to an argument. And once again, I'm going to say with my disclaimer, I have no dog in the race. I don't like saucy over act. I don't like act over saucy. I'm a mutual party. I'm Switzerland. But I thought it was interesting because here it is, a situation where one man um, is fighting on behalf of women. And one man is scared to fight another man but he has no no problem fighting women. That says a lot about our society right now. And I'm going to leave it at that. But um, I'm going to play Saucy before I get up out of here. I'm going to play Saucy Santana, Let Me See You Walk, which, um, yeah, he was trying to see academic walk and he ain't want to do it. So there you go. Um, also, guys, stay tuned. We got more coming up. I got episode three of the Urban Celebrity Crime Series. You guys have really been loving it. So I'm really, you know, taking my time out and getting some data for episode three for y'all. Plus, I got some music dropping November 14th, Carefree. You know, shout out to Cash Money AP on production. So that's dropping. And that's just the the first of many to come. So we're in our season. I don't know if this is because we gear up towards my birthday. My birthday's in January. But I always feel like my creative juices flow around this time of the year. And I love it. So getting in that mode. Going to bring it to y'all. Um, oh, I made some lime pepper wings. Ow. You know, I know you heard of lemon pepper. I know you've seen my orange pepper. But go up on in now. You can go on TikTok, Facebook, Kalini Wings on Instagram. Go and check out my lime pepper wings and my garlic lime shrimp that I made the other night. Yo, I think lime pepper is my new flavor. So you you might see me OD on those in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, go check it out. Uh, it was great. But anyway, y'all, until next time, you know my motto, you know, if you like this episode, tell a friend. If you don't like this episode, please tell a friend. It's not going to hurt me either way. And also, you have to love you before you can love me. So go on out there and love yourself because you can't do nothing else with nobody else if you ain't loving you first, all right? And until next time, y'all, y'all stay blessed, y'all stay safe, stay healthy. And from my lips to your ears, I love you. Peace. Trey, 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 I think we got one. <laughs> yeah. It's first. Uh, let me see you. Play pussy, how you purring like a kitty? Yeah.
shekel. Here go a ladder. Your pussy need to step up. Uh, let me see you walk. Whoa, 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 whoa.